Hi everyone, welcome to Her Stories Podcast. Today, Pranita Kella and Dr. Sonu Matani will be discussing the stigma of women's health in India. Dr. Matani is a board-certified psychiatrist from India, where she was involved in public education to spread mental health awareness. She was teaching faculty at the Central Institute of Psychiatry, which is one of the premier institutes for treating mental health patients. She moved to the United States 15 years ago and completed her fellowship in public psychiatry, which focused on treating patients with serious mental illnesses and also in the NIH-funded research. Dr. Matani continued her career working in the Medical College of Georgia, Augusta University. I'm so excited to hear what Pranita and Dr. Matani have to say. Let's get started. Next question I have, how is healthcare different in India from America? Um, I'll say that um, they are quite different from an infrastructure point of view. However, in the last few years, what I have seen that the gap is reducing uh, in India, especially if you are living in an urban or metropolitan area of India. So I have worked in both countries and the major difference is uh, mainly the insurance coverage. So in India, most of the patients in urban uh, areas have recently started buying the insurance coverage, but that population is very limited. So majority of our population is low socioeconomic status, especially the rural population. They go to the government hospitals and clinics where they have to pay pay the minimal amount of um, charges. So um, it is definitely the insurance that plays a big part. Whereas in the United States, we have a structured healthcare model with the Medicare, Medicaid insurance providing medical uh, medical care to the patient population with low economic population and underserved population. And for the elderly also, we have a different care of insurance. We also have commercial insurances. And another major difference I have noticed as a psychiatrist is um, that the mental health awareness is much better in the United States compared to India. So here people are open coming to a psychiatrist talking about their depression, anxiety, or more, more, I mean, even if it is a psychosis, they do share about their experiences. In India, it is still considered a stigma, even in the suburban or urban areas. Um, we usually see our patients in the most acute settings in the ER, rather than seeing them in an outpatient clinic where we can, if there is a problem, if we identify the problem early, we can um, intervene early and provide them care at that time rather than seeing them in the inpatient unit. And also here we have a regular wellness check. People go to the primary care physician for the wellness visit. In India, we don't have that concept. So basically, there are a lot of differences based on, um, you know, the uh, suburban and the urban population of India compared to U.S. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I really learned that depending on where you live, the healthcare is different. Uh, in schools and stuff too, we learn about how rural and urban populations uh, affect the way you live your lifestyle. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So for the second yeah. question, how has women's health become a matter matter of concern in India? Yes, this is a very important question. Um, the major health concerns specific to women's health in India that we more, most commonly observe um, are the mental health issues like depression, the somatoform illness, uh, something like postpartum depression, postpartum psychosis, the maternal perimortality rates, that is the death during the delivery and after, uh, the cancers that are unidentified, um, anemia, which is very common, like 50% of the population has iron deficiency anemia, uh, sexual harassment, domestic violence, and somatoform illness. So um, I'll give you an example. Um, so if in India people has um, anxiety or depression and they bring it up to their family members, they would tell them something like, don't worry about it. You know, it's just rest, take some rest or take some time off. And they do not understand the symptoms and they don't consider depression as an illness. So this is manifested in some of the population as somatoform disorder, as in the symptoms come uh, are expressed in the body as some form of pain in the body. Like the patient would ha start having head and neck pain or pain in the entire body. These are known as somatic symptoms. So somatic symptoms are in my experience more common in India compared to US. So I have been practicing here. So I have seen very limited cases of somatoform illness. But in India, there's a major chunk of somatoform illness. And the main reason is you're not allowed to talk about your uh, feelings or depression because it is not considered an illness. Hope that makes sense. Now, relating to that question, what should be taught yeah. about women's health in schools in India and America? I'm really glad that you asked this most important question. So um, I will emphasize that schools can include in their curriculum for the middle and high school kids things like uh, mental health awareness and education on resources, making the resources available to them, uh, including a chapter in their um, curriculum regarding mental health uh, awareness, uh, how to identify signs of depression and anxiety, um, having regular screenings um, and applying scales for depression, anxiety, and somatoform illness. We have various rating scales uh, for depression, anxiety, and psychosis. So that could be distributed in classes. Um, and uh, depending on the rating, the severity of rating scales, we can screen uh, those um, students who have a high rating scale. Uh, we, they can be explained about the importance of HPV vaccines that can be given from age 11 onwards to prevent cervical cancers. Um, we can also talk about menstrual cycles, and we do talk about menstrual cycles cycles, but emphasizing more on menstrual cycles and hygiene, safe sex education to prevent teenage pregnancies and any sexually transmitted diseases, 
and healthy lifestyle interventions, which on in my opinion is very important, focusing on nutrition, especially iron rich foods and balanced diet, uh, some exercise counseling or diet counseling for them, because a lot of uh, patients here suffer from um, body image issues. And when they do have the body image issues, that leads to anxiety and depression. So if we control the primary problem, um, the secondary problem could be avoided. Yeah, so we can do all Thank these you things. so much for that. This information would really be helpful if it's taught to us, especially kids in my generation. Yes. We don't learn about any of this unless we take a healthcare class. Yes, yeah. So I don't would, agree. Yeah, so I feel like it would really benefit us in the future when we come across these things and we have to make decisions on if we should get it checked or where to learn more about it and stuff. So now coming to our next question, how does poverty in India relate to women's health issues? Well, um, in India, it has um, been shown time and again that low socioeconomic status is directly proportional to women's health issues. So what I mean by health issue, what I mean by differences are uh, generally, uh, gender inequality, age-old uh, Indian social customs and practices, uh, cultural beliefs and low education, uh, access to health uh, care. And some of the prominent challenges and issues are malnutrition, and anemia, postpartum depression, anxiety, other mental health issues like depression, anxiety, psychotic disorders, high perinatal mortality rate and infant mortality rate. Um, in India, we have uh, an old age custom of getting um, married early in some of the sections of the society. So that leads to early pregnancy. And at that age, women are not ready to take care of another human being at that early age. So that is a challenge. Uh, especially in low uh, socioeconomic group. Um, cancer uh, diagnosis due to lack of preventive services like vaccination and screening exam in the low socioeconomic groups. And uh, these population is also subjected to domestic violence and sexual harassment. So if we can take care of the education needs so they can be independent, so that a lot of issues can be addressed. Yeah, that's really interesting to know about, but it's also very sad that people go through certain things because yes. here in the U.S. It's with so much luxury, it. yeah, with so much yeah. luxury, we don't realize what others are facing. Yes, it's heartbreaking what they have to go through at times. Um, I see some of the issues. Uh, uh, I worked in a state hospital here in Augusta and um, that state hospital was specializing in mental health and we were serving the underserved population, people who do not have insurance. So I saw some of the similar uh, issues uh, facing in the state hospital, the, the patients were facing in the state hospital. So I identified that the main reason is poverty and the low socioeconomic um, class. So they are going through that problem. Thank it's just so not limited to India. 
yeah, it's uh, seen mm. here as well. Yes. And now coming to our final question for today, what is mental health like for women in India, just in general? Mental health in India, I mean, these days um, after COVID, uh, there's a lot of awareness about mental health, but that is only in the cities or in the urban areas. So majority of India is rural area. That is more than 70% of India is rural India. So mental health is not uh, recognized in India. It's not well uh, recognized because of many issues like gender, gender inequality, uh, race discrimination, sex discrimination, lack of family support. So a lot of awareness is needed um, when it comes to mental health um, in India. So we have to psychoeducate these people regarding the symptoms of the disease we have to i was involved in a lot of screenings and a lot of public health education we used to have seminars and we used to have uh, uh, radio talks like i was a part of radio talk where i spoke about simple things like sleep um, so these patients they do not have access to health care or they cannot go to a doctor. So if they have issues like sleep, so they should know how to uh, take care of the sleep by knowing something simple as like a sleep hygiene, which is, um, you know, not taking a nap in the evening hours, not having a coffee after 6 p.m., avoiding spicy food in the evening hours, uh, taking a shower uh, by with lukewarm water, just before going to bed, uh, using bed only for sleeping, uh, cleaning the bed sheet or changing the bed sheet before going, uh, like, you know, regularly cleaning the sheet. Simple things. So you don't need uh, medication for uh, insomnia at times. If you just incorporate these simple things, doing practices of sleep hygiene, so you can uh, address a lot of issues. And... Uh, Sleep is a major component of depression, anxiety. So uh, a lot of uh, people in India, they are overworked and they do not get time to rest. So how you can take a restful eight hours of sleep and when you wake up, you're fresh in the morning. So things like that, how you can reduce your anxiety by following simple techniques uh, with the help of taking a break or practicing mindfulness or using some breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, Dr. Motani, for giving your time you're to share about welcome. women's health. Yeah, you're very welcome. I had a wonderful time as well talking to you. Thank you. Thank you, Pareta. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Her story is so grateful for having Dr. Matani make time in her schedule to do an episode with us and help us learn more about the stigma of women's health in India. Please let us know if you have any thoughts or comments about the podcast or the topic in general. We would love to hear from you.